This is Leading Age Illinois E-News for the week of February 11th, 2020. Early voting underway. As you may know, March 17th is the Illinois primary election. The primary falls during the Leading Age Illinois annual convention. However, no need to worry. You can still cast your vote. Early voting is now underway. Registered voters may cast a ballot prior to election day without having to provide a reason for wanting to vote early. This ballot is cast by personal appearance at the office of the election authority or at an early voting center. You can also vote by mail. Click here for early voting and grace period registration locations. If you have any questions, contact Jason Speaks. 2020 Leading Age Illinois Annual Meeting and Expo Food Fight. Come and watch chefs from Leading Age member communities compete in our first ever food fight competition at the 2020 Leading Age Illinois Meeting and Expo. Learn about the latest food trends, earn CEs, and sample tastings during the expo hours on March 17th and 18th. The action takes place at the Renaissance Schomburg Convention Center. Register today. Coronavirus updates available from CDC. Senior living leaders and communities can obtain accurate and continually updated information on the coronavirus via the Emergency Partners Information Connection. EPIC at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Governor to deliver FY21 budget message February 19th. We are now almost a month into the spring session and Governor J.B. Pritzker will deliver his state budget message February the 19th. In his message, he will outline his budget proposals for the coming year, including funding proposals for Medicaid. Leading Age Illinois will closely monitor the governor's messaging as well as attend state agency budget debriefings immediately following his message, and Leading Age Illinois is currently reviewing and analyzing the dozens of bill proposals in the session and identifying those that impact member services and settings. And now your skilled nursing and post-acute section of Leading Age Illinois' e-news. Five-star reports delivered this week. Your most recent five-star report and trends report will be delivered this week to your inbox. If you have any questions or do not receive your report, contact Jason Speaks. Telligent QI Connect resources available at no cost. Telligent QI Connect is a comprehensive quality improvement program that will join you with other nursing homes and organizations in your community that face the same challenges that you do. Partner with us to tackle these challenges by Evaluating and applying data that support your quality improvement initiatives, including the quality measures. Testing quality improvement strategies to lower healthcare-related infections, avoid unnecessary hospitalizations and ER visits, and increase medication safety. And work with your peers to share the best practices. To start receiving assistance from us at no cost to you, click here and join our Nursing Home Affinity Program. This group is focused on setting common goals to make an impact on the most challenging healthcare issues facing nursing homes today. Click here for more information or contact Lisa Bridwell. And now your assisted living and supportive living section of Leading Age Illinois' e-news. HFS makes official name change for supportive living program and update screening. The Illinois Department of Healthcare and Family Services recently adopted a rule change for the Supportive Living Program. The rule is effective January 15th and officially changes the name of the Supportive Living Facility Program to the Supportive Living Program, SLP, and makes further changes. 
The rule adds new screening requirements for individuals with a history of developmental disability or serious mental illness who are being transferred from a nursing facility to an SLP setting. In addition, the standard pre-admission screenings, example, determination of needs scoring process, these individuals must also undergo specialized evaluation by the Department of Human Services, Division of Developmental Disabilities, or its Division of Mental Health to determine whether the SLP provider has the capacity to care for them. The presence of developmental disability or serious mental illness does not, however, automatically preclude an individual's admission to an SLP. If you have any questions, contact Jason Speaks. Supportive Living Program Pre-Admission Process FAQs HFS has developed a Frequently Asked Questions document based on questions submitted after the SLP pre-admission processes training required as part of the HOPE Fair Housing Settlement. The proposed rules that were filed for the settlement have been adopted. Here is the link to the 89 IAC Section 146 sections that were revised including 205, 215, 220, 235, 245, and 265. Supportive Living Screening for Mental Health and Developmental Disabilities Read the rule changes published on January 31, 2020 from the Illinois Department of Healthcare and Family Services regarding screenings for mental health and developmental disabilities for supportive living providers. These changes stem from the HOPE settlement. Effective April 1, 2020, new required forms for managed care residents. Beginning April 1, 2020, the transition to managed care only service planning will take place for all residents enrolled in Medicaid managed care, which are most SLP residents. New managed care enrollees in SLP will have their service plan developed by the plan's care manager with input from this SLP RN. Current managed care enrollees in the SLP will have their ISP in place until their annual plan is due, at which time the plan's care manager will develop a service plan with input from the SLP RN. The care manager will send a copy of the service plan to the SLP provider and update it as necessary. SLP residents will continue to be included in the development of their service plan. The SLP RN will no longer be completing an ISP for residents enrolled in the managed care after March 31st of 2020. There are no process changes for residents not enrolled in Medicaid managed care, including private pay residents. Medicaid residents with VA benefits or third-party insurance with high coverage may not be enrolled in managed care. Additionally, Managed care enrollment is prospective, never retroactive. A resident has to be approved by Medicaid before they will be identified for enrollment in managed care. Being identified for enrollment and actual enrollment takes several months. During this time, the SLP RN will be responsible for completing the SLP. And now your housing section of Leading Age Illinois E-News. Leading Age Illinois February HUD Networking Forums. As part of your membership, you are invited to join us for the next HUD Housing Networking Forum. This is an opportunity to meet and network with your colleagues and hear the latest affordable housing updates from the federal level. Linda Couch, Vice President of Housing Policy for Leading Age, will provide an update from D.C. on FY20 HUD funding and several other affordable housing issues. Leading Age Illinois staff will report on the latest association updates. The dates of these forums are February 19, 2020, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. 
at the Willows at Brooking Park in Chesterfield, Missouri, lunch will be provided. Lunch will also be provided on February 20th during our HUD Forum at St. Vincent de Paul in Chicago from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And now your HCBS section of Leading Age Illinois' e-news. Illinois Department on Aging proposes CCP rule change. The Illinois Department on Aging recently proposed amendment to the Community Care Program rules clarifying requirements for certification as providers of in-home services, adult day services, emergency home response services, or automated medication dispensing services. Agencies seeking certification as adult day providers must have at least two years experience providing direct social services programming. Provider agencies for any service that have not previously been certified or are not in operation at the time they apply for certification may receive provisional certification for up to two years, during which time they will be subject to additional DOA oversight. This provisional certification will replace current rule provisions that allow experience exceptions for providers that are accredited by recognized national organizations. Newly established entities may, in lieu of submitting audited financial reports for the last complete fiscal year, submit bank-approved business plans with approved financial backing, along with proof that employee tax accounts have been established with the state and with the U.S. Treasury. New for-profit entities backed entirely by individuals may, as an alternative to the bank-approved business plan, submit the most recent two years of tax returns and documentation of bank-approved financial backing for these individuals. An applying entity must show that it has sufficient assets to cover 90 days of operating expenses for the service it will provide, and no more than 30 of those days shall be based on a line of credit. If you have any questions, contact Jason Speaks. Rate Increase for Home Health HFS has provided notice of a rate increase for specific home health services. These rates apply to services for participants covered under the department's fee-for-services program as well as those covered under the managed care plan. Effective with dates of service beginning October 1, 2019, the department's maximum allowable rate increases from $72 to $111 for the following services. Intermittent skilled nursing visits, home health aid visits, and physical, occupational, and speech therapy visits. These services are exempt from the 2.7% SMART Act rate reduction. Effective with dates of service beginning November 1, 2019, the department's maximum allowable rates for in-home shift nursing for the medically fragile technology dependent waiver and nursing and personal care services for children 0 to 20 years of age increases as follows. Registered nurse services increase from $28.75 to $35.03 to $45. Licensed practical nurse services increase from $24.78 and $31.14 to $37.50. Certified Nurses Aid Services increases from $20 to $25. These services are exempt from the 2.7% SMART Act rate reduction. Actual payment for covered services is based on the lesser of the provider's charge or the maximum allowable rate established by the department. As there was a department delay in loading some of the updated intermittent skilled nursing, home health aid, and therapy visit rates, 
claims may have been adjudicated prior to the finalization of the rate updates. The department will identify those claims and systematically adjust the payments. The home health fee schedule has been updated effective both for the October 1, 2019 changes and the November 1, 2019 changes. Questions regarding this notice may be directed to the Bureau of Professional and Ancillary Services at 877-782-5565. Norwood Seniors Network receives special recognition. Based on client and caregiver satisfaction ratings, Norwood Seniors Network has been recognized for their dedication to providing outstanding home care services. Best of Home Care, Leader in Excellence is the highest award a home care agency can earn from Home Care Pulse, an independent satisfaction research firm. Leader in Excellence is awarded based on client and caregiver satisfaction ratings collected by Home Care Pulse in telephone interviews. Recipients of this reward represent the top 10% of agencies participating in the Home Care Pulse Satisfaction Management Program. These home care agencies have proven that they provide quality care in nearly every satisfaction category measured by the magazine. Norwood Seniors Network has been awarded this honor for seven years in a row. When I'm talking to potential clients or referral sources, I don't really talk about services anymore because there are over 700 licensed home care companies in Illinois doing just that. What I show is our outcomes. I show them our scores and tell them to go ask other agencies what their scores are. When I go into a referral source, I show them our dashboard that tracks rehospitalization rates and client and caregiver satisfaction scores. And I say to them, check with agencies in Illinois, only a few and no one with seven years in a row in the Chicago area says Laura Shaw de Bruin, Executive Director of Norwood Seniors Network. And now for your technology section of Leading Age Illinois' e-news. CAST Shared Care Planning and Coordination Online Tool. If you are choosing a technology to improve care transitions in your own organization, please be sure to check out the CAST Shared Care Planning and Coordination Online Tool. This tool offers a white paper, interactive guide, selection tool, matrix, and provider case studies to help you find the best technology solution to meet your needs. And now the other news section of Leading Age Illinois e-news. Coronavirus and your Value First Partners. Your Value First Partners are available to assist not only with your food, medical supplies, and MROs. Our partners are available for a valuable resource for your communities. Please see the following article from the CDC and our partner Clorox regarding the coronavirus. Also, visit our resource page for additional information. If you have any questions, please contact your Value First Advisor, Terry Roman, at 630-789-0574. Have a proposal for a webinar or in-person education? Do you have a proposal for a webinar or an in-person education? If so, we want to hear from you. For more information and to submit a proposal, click here. The 2021 Annual Meeting Call for Sessions Portal will open in April. Friendship Village receives special recognition for their dining program. Friendship Village of Schaumburg has been recognized for their best practices in dining and placed on Food Management's inaugural list of the top 25 senior dining power players. The largest 150 senior living communities identified by Leading Age and Ziegler were considered. Of those named, Friendship Village was the only one from Illinois. 
The village has five dining rooms, including their most recent addition, the restaurant Mosaic, which is just over a year old. They also recently unveiled Fork, F-O-R-K-K, a state-of-the-art teaching kitchen offering live and televised cooking classes. Friendship Village recently announced the soon-to-be-open Bluestone Pub as well. These additions are all part of the, the village's dining strategy of providing the highest quality to residents. Leading Age Illinois Advocacy Day set for March 25th. The second annual Leading Age Illinois Advocacy Day is scheduled for March 25th at the Illinois State Capitol Complex in Springfield. This is your opportunity to meet with your legislators on the issues and to educate them on quality older adult care and services. Look for your special invitation coming soon. If you have any questions, contact Jason Speaks. Leading Age Illinois PAC 2020 campaign now underway. We are now in a new year and the 2020 Leading Age Illinois PAC campaign is underway. Like our collective voices, your contribution along with those of your fellow contributors provides critically needed funds that assess in establishing and maintaining relationship with legislative leaders and key members of the legislature. By making your commitment to the PAC, you join others in making our PAC the strongest ever. Special thanks to Bill Lowe for being the first contributor of the PAC for 2020. Contribute now. And now your education calendar for 2020. January through December, our webinar subscription is available. February 11th, a webinar. Life after PDM implementation, the good and the bad. February 19th, in Chesterfield, Missouri, it's the HUD Housing Networking Forum. The following day, February 20th, in Chicago, another HUD Housing Networking Forum, featuring Linda Couch from Leading Age. March 17th through 19th, our annual meeting and expo. Save these dates, April 15th and 16th in Springfield, the Assisted Living Boot Camp 1.0. June 2nd in Springfield, Assisted Living Boot Camp 2.0. September 15th, Home Care Services Boot Camp in Chicago, Springfield, and Belleville. September 30th, the Senior Living Conference in Lyle, Naperville. And November 17th and 18th in Woodridge, the Assisted Living Boot Camp 1.0. Did you miss any webinars this year? All 2019 webinars have been recorded and the recordings are available for purchase at a reduced rate. From PDBM to marijuana to biometrics to managed care, all recordings are available for purchase here. Use them to train your staff. Need resources at your fingertips? Click here to view the members-only resource library for a variety of toolkits and information. That concludes Leading Age Illinois' e-news for the week of February 10th, 2020. To access all links and full stories, please visit our website at leadingageil.org. Thank you.